The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Mondays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up in this week. You can get in on the Pistons and the NBA action. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And new customers who use code HUGE when they sign up can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for just betting 5 bucks on the Pistons or any NBA game. That's code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Mondays on the HUGE Show across Michigan are presented by DraftKings. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests, and we are ready to go each and every afternoon at 3 o'clock with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. What a glorious Monday it is. Outside of Lions fans who are wondering, is this a blip in terms of the complete picture of 2023 on the negative side? Or are the Lions going to regroup after another extended break and get it done against New Orleans on Sunday? Beyond that, things are pretty good right now. Well, I wouldn't throw the Pistons into that category. But I was there at the big house with Marty Boer from the Michigan Sports Network, Drew from Impact Power Sports in Rockford. Wow, what a day it was. So we did the broadcast Friday uh, from 327 Stadium Club there on Hoover in Ann Arbor, great tailgate, corporate destination. You can rent it out, family, friends, businesses. It's awesome. So we do the event, and then we go pull up the RV to Union Rec, and we stay in the parking lot, and that was a pretty cool place to eat, have some cocktails, right? Kathy Mason and the crew and Drew and his wife from Impact Power Sports. And then the next morning, we wake up, and we go to our tailgate with Soren Eagle, at the stadium, Club 327. What, did I say Hoover, right? I got to get it right. I've got Harvey, got, you know, Havana. What? It's something with an H. It's a bad game show right now. Because I'm still a little slow on Monday because it was a heck of a weekend. So we get there for our tailgate. Lomas Brown shows up. Impact Power Sports out of Rockford. West Michigan's go-to destination for Yamaha carts, and they trick them up. It's like a custom shop if you want it. However, your golf cart for your neighborhood at your cottage, whatever it is, they they trick them up. It's not just – it could be for the golf course. Uh, If you have your own cart and you live at a country club, but it – it was amazing what he brought, the Lions card that they gave to Lomas. And they're doing a promotion with Lomas where he'll be going to show span shows and events over the next six months, right? And then they had the huge card, which isn't the finished product, but they brought one along 
uh, just to drive around there. And it was awesome. I was doing wheelies side by side. I set up a ramp. I jumped Lomas twice. People were like, oh, he's like Evil Knievel. And then Slow's Barbecue had food. The first 1,000 people, courtesy of the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, got a meal, got a drink ticket. Mark Ewell's parents out of Caledonia, Michigan, they stopped by. They've had season tickets for, what, over 40 years in Ann Arbor. I treated them like royalty. They got photos with Lomas. They hung out. I said, put them on my tab. And he goes, we're only drinking Cokes. I go, better yet, keep them on my tab all night long. I do want to thank, uh, during the course of that day, and really it goes back to Friday night at Union Rec, how many huge show listeners I met from across the state and around the country who listen on the iHeart app. You just search the huge show. It really was flattering how many people stopped me and they said they listen. And it's the first time in a massive public area I didn't get cat calls that my show sucks. I did not hear one of them. <laughs> I didn't hear one. Normally I get, you know, it's nice. Hey, Bill, man, I listen all the time. Yeah, I listen all the time. Yeah, I listen all the time. Yeah, show stinks. It was a beautiful thing, and the tailgate was awesome. You could feel the excitement. Michigan Band was warming up to our left. They buried College Game Day, I think, over what at the baseball or softball field. You had Fox Big Noon kickoff crew up at Ann Arbor Pioneer. You had Barstool Sports. The streets were alive. It wasn't rowdy. It wasn't out of control, even with the Ohio State fans. Some of those fraternities for Michigan – in packs, they would call out the Ohio State fan. Nothing's more frightening than 40 guys in a fraternity who haven't shaved yet whose dads take care of them. Oh, I'm afraid. So we enjoyed some adult beverages, some great food, and then we walked over to the big house, Marty Boer for the Michigan Sports Network. Oh, we had to go. We had to have Kathy Mason buy us some boots because little did we know the temperature would be. It was about 17 overnight, and Marty Boer decided to turn off the generator in the truck. So I woke up at about 5:30 and said, I can't feel three toes on the right side. I was in the back bedroom. We weren't sleeping together. Okay. It wasn't, we're not I'm not going for body warmth with Marty Boer. I'd rather have him take me out in a zipper bag. So I wake up, Marty, I go, hey, I can't feel my three right toes. I go, it must be like 25 degrees in here. He goes, ah, it's like 60. I go, where? So he turns the truck on. I'm like, you got a carbon monoxide detector in here? Because the last thing we need before Michigan-Ohio State, the biggest game ever in Ann Arbor, is for the Washtenaw County morgue truck backing up and they're, you know what? They're going to say, damn, that RV was so cold, we don't even need to put these bodies down in the freezer for the weekend. They're frozen. Uh, I, I, Superfly, this is a visual that I'll never get out of my mind right here. I wake up, you know, it's Michigan game day. You know, Kathy Mason from Impact Power Sports and their marketing team, they 
Stopped at a store. They got me and Marty some cheap boots. We looked like kids going sledding on the first Sunday morning, but I needed warm feet. I was really worried about possible amputation before kickoff. So I wake up, I you know throw some long johns on, my hoodie, the you know I brought gloves and a hat, right? Getting ready to go over to our tailgate. I open up the back bedroom door and Marty Boer's bending over and I got the moon shot. Luckily, I hadn't eaten breakfast yet, so I didn't throw up. I did tell Marty, I go, it's not quite planes, trains, and automobiles, but we're in an RV. And it's good we do this once in a while. We did it for opening day, two nights down at Comerica, right? But I said, why don't we just limit these two-day excursions? I don't mind it for a couple of days. Because then we went to that tailgate I talked about. Lomas was so fan-friendly. He, The way he sounds on air is the way he is in person. Man, he was awesome. There is a video of Lomas and I talking about that Lions cart that drew in the team from Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile in Rockford here on the West Side State. They can trick out a golf cart uh, for you, whether it's for the course, for your home, your neighborhood, whatever it is, work. There's a video of me describing the cart, and Lomas and I just laughing, man. Just You can see that. That's up the huge show on Facebook, uh, the Bill Simonson uh, personal page. So you're watching the thousands start rolling towards the big house. Like I said, we leave. We walk over there. We had good seats, about the 20-yard line, 80 rows up, but it's the big house. We could see everything. The electricity was fantastic, Superfly. It was the biggest game ever in Ann Arbor in my mind. It was. It's the biggest one I've ever been to in Ann Arbor. So the crowd, and again, I'm meeting people who listen to the show. I just walk. It's unbelievable. I'm like, all these people listen to the show. I see Anthony Bellino from the Michigan Sports Network and X's and Bros, the in-stadium host on the Jumbotrons at the big house, looking good, doing a great job. It wasn't as cold. The sun was out. It was a beautiful day. Felt like fall football. Michigan and Ohio State playing for the right to go to the Big Ten Championship in the winter. More than likely would be number one. I'll get to that in a moment because Georgia's still number one in the polls. Hello. They had to struggle to beat Georgia Tech. Don't get me going on that. So we settle into our seats. We, get, we grab a bite to eat. Marty had to fill out a credit app to get the bacon, cheeseburger, and fries, but it, it worked. He he was approved for three burger and fries. We go to our seats. I meet more people around me who listen to the huge show. All of a sudden, right before kickoff, I see a couple. It looked like a couple. Younger. When I say younger, probably late 20s, early 30s. They both looked hammered. And the girl is kind of out of it. And they're sitting right next to me. And my first thought was, she's going to barf. Well... Game kicks off, all the excitement, the pageantry of Michigan-Ohio State, and she blows chunks. Not on me, but on the people in front of her. and on the, the Because everyone was standing up. Most of the game, everybody stood up on the bench. So a nice lady, and again, I think her husband listens. I think they're part of Lucas Smith and his friends from Hudsonville. And they helped take that girl to the bathroom, and her boyfriend, or I think someone said it was her brother, I don't know. I saw him kiss, but they could have been from Arkansas. And they they left, and the throw-up's right there. And I'm like, okay. 
reeking. Like, I go, gosh. So when they're getting up to leave, the girl puts her hand on my shoulder and I see her face looking at me and her cheeks puff out and she's face to face with me. Nothing's a bigger turnoff than puke breath from a girl. Superfly, I'm worried she's going to she's gonna throw up all over me, right in my face. Someone's going to have their camera. Everyone has camera phones going. This is going to be unbelievable. I'm going to have to leave. I'm going to smell like puke, right? She goes like this. I, I pivot her shoulders so if she's going to lose it, she would have lost it in front of the people to my left. I pivoted this just quickly, right? Because she, she did the, and then the, the cheeks kind of, Puffed out, I'm going, oh, no. Because what do I do? I can't punch her. I could not hit her. I wouldn't hit a woman ever. Never have, never will. I couldn't push her because then she's going to fall in. There's going to be like a a bar fountain everywhere. I would have had to take it like just the greatest comeback story. They show up for the second half, the same couple. And what a game it was, man. The crowd hates Ohio State and even more with what's happened off the field. And what Michigan did start to finish, what they did when they lost center, what that crowd did for that team. I've always said I never felt Michigan and the big house should be the home field advantage that it could be. And it was on that Saturday. That's the way it should be for every game. You should be on your feet going nuts. Make the opposition fear coming to the big house. And that's what they did. And it was a thing of beauty. And Michigan gets the pick at the end. And Ohio State should have kept running that hurry-up offense. And Marvin Harrison Jr. is amazing. And as Jim Harbaugh said, talking in front of the Big Ten championship media, I think Zoom call yesterday. That was the best Ohio State team. I know they didn't have the stud quarterback. They didn't have C.J. Stroud. or, But that's the best team. That was the best defense. And I said that all week leading up to the game. That was a great win for Michigan. And the celebration and the students running on the field and the fans. You got to bottle that. You season ticket holders out there. You have to bottle that. That has to be that way every game. I don't care who it is. Make them fear coming to the big house. And it's an awesome crowd. There were no issues except for Queen Chunkia. Oh, Brett, when she went her mouth puffed up, I'm like, okay, quick jab. I can't knock her out. Because what if she was just burping? Ann Arbor News, Bill Simonson was arrested for punching a woman who was burping up the bacon cheeseburger that he ate, too. But I did pivot her shoulders where maybe my arm would have got it. But that couple to my left, who, by the way, had Ohio State gear on, would have been just showered with what looks like chicken pot pie. And I couldn't look at that throw up because I gag when I look at throw up. I want to throw up. What a day it was. And then we went back and celebrated. I ran into more people, uh, an entire group of former and current GRPD officers, their friends and families. 
We're literally where we were at the Union Wreck in Ann Arbor. We're two RVs away. We saw him in the morning, went back, and we're drinking beers with him. And you know how I feel about law enforcement, and especially the Grand Rapids Police Department. I love them, all those men and women. And then Marty Boer from the Michigan Sports Network go, people know you everywhere. I go, oh, yeah, you just catching on? Drew from Impact Power Sports said, we're getting calls. People are buying golf carts, quads, side-by-sides. I'm like, wow, surprise, surprise, the huge show works. I didn't know that. Yeah, and the GRPD crew, man, I just, I always have from day one back here. uh, I, I have enjoyed supporting through thick and thin, through being there for the loss of one of their own and Bob Kosminski to anything they're doing. And they're just good guys and women who this group loves Michigan. They love sports. We're, we're watching, uh, what was the other game? We were going back and forth. I think it was Washington, Washington State. We're just, it was such a perfect day. I didn't shower for 48 hours. Probably some people thought it was remnants of that women's peel because probably the fact that I didn't care. It was, it was so cold, too, that no smell is going to permeate. Basically, Marty's Michigan Sports RV is like a mobile meat locker with how cold it was in there. What I love about sports and why I do sports for a living is you never know what's coming. You don't. You can't predict anything. Yeah, I predicted Michigan State would go 4-8. and eight. I predicted Michigan would go undefeated. I did. It's on the tape. Trust me, you're going to hear it for a long time. 12-0 Michigan, 4-8 and eight Michigan State. And speaking of the Spartans and all the hoopla of Michigan beating Ohio State, I did like the timing on when they announced it right, right after or just, just before the Ohio State-Michigan game ended. That's a smart move by... Michigan State, they haven't made a lot of smart moves in administration ever. Jonathan or Jonathan Smith from Oregon State, I think, was the best candidate that was out there. I think they, they got, Elko went to Texas A&M, they got the best candidate. That is an extremely strong hire by Michigan State for the future. I think it's the best hire they've ever made in football. Modern era. Nothing against Georgia, I'm not going... Old school. I think it's the best hire. I think what Jonathan Smith did at Oregon State, you know, he's a year removed from being coach of the year. Mel Tucker didn't have a resume. Mark D'Antonio was coming from Cincinnati. It was on. He did have instruct gold with the Rose Bowl year. But I believe this is a guy that can build the program that Michigan State needs. I really do. And I haven't said, I think he'll be the perfect complement to Izzo. It shocked me that Alan Haller, who again, according to reports, wanted to suspend and or not terminate, but keep Mel Tucker away and somebody above him, probably board of trustees, because that's the clown show at Michigan State, told him no. And Haller had to take this bullet, and I think he probably leaked that information just before this hire. Because I'll give Alan Haller credit for going out and getting Jonathan Smith. And yes, he's not going to be John L. Smith too. He's Jonathan Smith. 
I like what he's saying. I don't think it's BS. And between the transfer portal, between getting in late on this recruiting class, he probably loses a year because of everything Tucker did. But in the long term, I think he'll be the guy that can give Michigan State a shot at getting back to the Big Ten championship game. And now with the expanded playoff, what do you have to do? With the monster schedule you're going to have, and remember, he knows the Pac-12 teams, and he knows West Coast recruiting, which he can tap into now. Nine and three probably will get you near that 11 or 12 line for the expanded playoff. But I know I haven't given Michigan State football a lot of love in a long time. But the hire of Jonathan Smith, as Jim Comperoni from SmartMeg.com said, it is an A-plus hire. They got the best available, realistic coach. I know there was Urban Meyer, all this crap out there. No, they got the best coach. And he'll be competitive. I don't know how soon, because they don't have a quarterback they don't have a running back. They basically don't have squat. But you'll see how good a coach and his staff is. Staff, assistants, he's bringing, it looks like, at least right now, and it's early, and Jim Comperoni will join us later, and Graham Couch for the Lansing State Journal, Tim Stout on the hire, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, Doug Skeen from the Wolverine.com Michigan Football Podcast, Anthony Broom also on the Big Ten Championship game. I'll go through the DraftKings over-under on that. Wow. Hey, Iowa is 10-2. and two. They bring some defense, okay? I know everybody trashes. They can't score, but they have the ability to shut you out, right? Iowa is back in the top 25. So the number 18. Michigan is number two. Can somebody explain this to me, please? Michigan beats Ohio State, who was the number two team in the country. Number two team in the country. They beat them. And Michigan was number three. And they don't move up to number one. And Georgia struggles to beat Georgia Tech. I challenge anybody beyond the hate for Harbaugh, which is transparent, Georgia's biggest wins are what? Number, where's Missouri at in the latest? Missouri's at number nine. Number nine at home with Missouri is their biggest home win. Their biggest road win. Uh, Hello. So Michigan has a win at Penn State, who is number 10. At the time, Penn State, I think, was six. And they beat number two, Ohio State, at home. How do they not go to number one? Because of the hate for Harbaugh. That's it. That's it. You got half the AP voters. So then I'm thinking, okay, well, the coaches, they all hate Harbaugh. We remember the coaches calling the Big Ten. What do they got, Michigan? Oh, they got Michigan at number two. Oh, not number one. You beat number two Ohio State at home. Oh, hold on. You beat Penn State when they were top eight at Penn State, but it's not good enough. We're going to keep Georgia. Why? Because it's the eyeball test. They look better. 
they look better than Michigan. They do. Yeah, think about your dating life. If it was based just on the eyeball test, all of us would have married a supermodel, right? Instead, some of you got stuck with a Pacer, Vega, Pinto, or maybe a pickup truck with no doors. It's just garbage. Now, I could see Michigan being number two. And this would be the final rankings if Georgia beat Alabama. Because Michigan won't get a lot of juice. I mentioned that Iowa is ranked. They are 10-2. and two. They can't score a squad. The over-under, I think, that I see 28-and-a-half or something. Maybe it was 28 on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. But to only bump them up one spot and keep Georgia. Georgia struggled to beat Georgia Tech, who's horrible. But let that keep happening because I think Michigan and Hardball, all this is galvanizing this team. Even the Zach Zinner injury, which is a huge loss, by the way. Best offensive lineman, broke his leg in two places, I think. Had surgery, doing well. Let it continue, Michigan versus everybody. Because the way the college football playoff is shaping up, I don't think it's a given that Washington will beat Oregon coming up on Friday night. I don't. I'll say Michigan will beat Iowa, and even if it's 17-7, to whatever it is, you get the win, you get the trophy, and you're back in the Final Four. And you won't lose any spots. Except, except I'll say this, If Washington would beat highly ranked Oregon at number five, I wonder all of a sudden if Washington's going to jump Michigan because they just beat number 18, Iowa. It wouldn't surprise me. Georgia gets Alabama at 4 o'clock on Saturday. Michigan, Iowa is at 8 o'clock on Saturday. Washington, Oregon is Friday night. I love championship weekend. Also Saturday, you have Florida State and Louisville. All these come into play, and let me explain it, that – Georgia beats Alabama, Michigan beats Iowa, Washington beats Oregon, Florida State beats Louisville. There's your, there's your four teams in order. Michigan then probably plays Washington. That's why I think they're trying to do it, positioning that they want Michigan-Washington, the old Pac-12, Big Ten in the Rose Bowl, and then Georgia-Florida State would be in the Sugar Bowl, and they'd be huge draws geographically for Georgia-Florida State. That's why I think some of this politicking on uh, the ranking smells like dog manure right now. But this is where it gets interesting. If Washington loses to Oregon, then I think Oregon has one of the spots. If Florida State loses to Louisville, Now you get this dilemma, and if Alabama would beat Georgia, who are, Michigan would go to one, Washington is two, more than likely, and who are your three and four, your one-loss teams? Are they Georgia-Washington? Are they Georgia-Ohio State? What about Texas, who won at Alabama? How... Alabama, how do you put Alabama in front of Texas when they beat them? But they beat, uh, again, hypothetically, they had win on Saturday, they beat Georgia. This is where it gets, it takes care of itself if Georgia, Michigan, Washington, and Florida State all win 
their conference championship games. It gets crazy. I mean, you want total Armageddon if Georgia, Michigan, Washington, and Florida State all lose. (laughs) What's your final four? If they all lose, I think Oregon becomes the one seed in beating Washington. Then do you pick Texas or Alabama to get in there? And Alabama had the miracle finish on the 4th and 31 in the Iron Bowl against Auburn. And then they didn't allow the touchdown return, which changed the over-under total for a lot of people and the spread. They said he stepped out, which he did. I love it. It's college football. Can't wait for this weekend. We'll talk to Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. He'll join us coming up next. Doug Skeen for the Michigan Football Podcast. The former Wolverine. He'll be by in about 40 minutes. Tim Stout from Lansing on Jonathan or Jonathan Smith and that hire as the Spartans' new head football coach, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal. If you want to join us, our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Good and bad from the weekend for Michigan State football, Michigan football, and the Lions from last Thursday. You can join in on the conversation at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan because they are a Michigan-based bank. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Don't miss holiday deals at Meyer. Shop select Lego play sets for 30% off. December Home Holiday Indoor Decor is buy one, get one 50% off. And December Home Holiday Ornaments and Lifelike Trees and Phillips Lights are 20% off. These deals and products won't last long at these prices. Head to Meyer today to shop holiday deals in one stop. Plus, pay the same low buyer price no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino. Single record of the year is Better Man. Special guest, Josh Grayson. Tickets start at $40. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Clint Black and Josh Grayson. Friday, December 1st at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my friends at Urban U. They're Michigan's best med spot. Now, they have multiple locations in the Grand Rapids metro area, and you'll find an Urban U location in Northville on the east side of the state. And this is a message for any guy listening right now. How often do you think about your skin health care? Well, Urban U has multiple options that could help you immediately. Whether you work out a lot, you run, your job requires a lot of sweating, you need to think about your skin health care, and Urban U can help you, hydrofacials, and so much more. 
or even your kids. Think about that if your son, your daughter's playing a lot of sports and they're having trouble with their skin health care. Urban U has options that can help today. Just go to theurbanu.com to find out more. Locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and on the east side of the state in Northville. Go to theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Monday broadcast presented by our friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up. Get in on the action. Game days are better when you have the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And you get the promo hookups by using code HUGE. I mean, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com is standing by the Michigan Insider and what a day it was. I can argue with anybody out there that I think that was the biggest Saturday home game ever for Michigan with so much off the field, on the field, and the way the game went down to the final, basically final play until the pick and then the kneel. Uh, just amazing, Chris. It was fantastic, wasn't it? Unbelievable. Yeah, it really was. And then the play-by-play guy, Doug Karsh, had a good friend of mine. He said it kind of felt like three wins in one, right? And that's the way – that Ohio State had set it up. Ryan Day went on TV, I think, the day before the game in Columbus, and he said, well, now we ba- he basically said, now we all know why they beat us the last two years, and there will be a time and a place to talk about that, but right now we want to talk about this one. Well, now you can talk about this loss too, Ryan, and, and really don't have any excuses left here, right? They, for, you know, He said one bad half of football at one point, and then it was five plays, and then it was the signs. Uh, you got your butt kicked again, and uh, and it's time to own it. Michigan is, has been the better football team the last three years. It's had nothing to do, relative, anything to do with sign stealing. I think everybody now that narrative has switched completely. Bill, I haven't heard a whole lot about that, with the exception of Paul Feinbaum, who is an absolute clown. So um, it's uh, everything's right in the world, and now we can concentrate on football here again. And I will say this: if the NCAA comes back and they want to interview more of the Michigan kids after this, you know, after everything they've been through. If I'm Michigan, I'm starting to push back now, Bill, and say, look, if you got evidence, produce it. If not, then leave these guys alone. They've been through enough. We've basically gone half the year without our head coach, which is an unprecedented punishment. Think about that. With everything that's gone out on out there, that's an unprecedented punishment. That's more than enough. So time to move forward, and uh, especially with a special group of kids like this. Man, what a, what a win on Saturday for the program. Michigan and Iowa in the Big Ten Championship, 8 o'clock on Saturday night. Wolverines are a 23-point favorite. Hmm. The over-under is at 35-and-a-half. <laughs> Iowa won their last game with the quarterback throwing for 94 yards. I will give their defense and special teams credit. They can get yeah. it done. My belief is, as I said in my opening huge opinion today, Chris, just get a win. If it's 17-7, I don't care if it's ugly. Get a win and move on to the Final Four. Hundred percent. Yeah, I'm with you, and uh, it'll be hard hitting. Iowa is a good fundamental football team, especially defensively, obviously, and and they bring it every year. But you know, a couple of years ago, I think Michigan hung forty something on them there at the Big Ten title game. So um, this is not something where they've got a bunch of speed, or you know, they're gonna they're gonna bring some exotic blitzes or anything. You basically have to beat them methodically, and that's what Michigan is geared to do, right, with this offense. And they they're gonna grind you out three four yards at a time. They're gonna run play action with the tight end. Uh, something that Iowa used to do really well on offense, right? It's kind of an Iowa-type offense with a much better quarterback. Uh, the receivers aren't great, but they're good enough, and the tight ends are elite. You saw Colston Loveland really step up. So 
I'm thinking another big day for the Michigan tight ends. And, Bill, uh, you know, it's going to be tough for Iowa to score on this defense. I don't think there's any question about that. They've had a hard time scoring on bad teams. Uh, it's really going to be tough for them to move the ball up and down the field on this Michigan team. And we're hearing now about Michigan's body of work. That's why they didn't move up to number one in any of the polls. And Georgia struggles to beat Georgia Tech, but Michigan beats uh, the number two team in the country, and they don't move to number one. Uh, The hate for Harbaugh is transparent. I also think there's a lot of jockeying right now that the college football playoff committee wants Michigan versus that Pac-12 team, whether it's Oregon or Washington, depending on who gets in, and they want Georgia and Florida State in the Sugar Bowl in the co- in the college football playoff. Yeah, and it shouldn't have anything to do with that, right? And uh, but you know, it's that's politics, and that's basically why we've heard everything we've heard in the last several months uh, with Jim Harbaugh talking about revenue sharing for players, and he doubled down on that again on Sunday. I give him credit for that, but every time he does that, you know, you cringe and you think, okay. Well, the NCAA is going to want another pound of flesh, right? Because you're messing with their cash cow. And there's no question in my mind that has something to do with this, the expedited investigation. People can say all they want to about, oh, worst scandal of all time and so on and so forth. That's basically rival fans talking. If you listen to other people down south, even guys like Kirk Herbstreit saying enough is enough and listening to Joel Klatt talk and he says anybody who knows anything about football understands that this isn't the advantage that some are making it out to be. It's a coping mechanism for teams that continue to get their butts kicked, especially Ohio State that's lost three in a row, and now Michigan State, which got pounded 49 to nothing, and it could have been a lot worse. So um, I don't think a lot of people are talking about it anymore, and for good reason. Uh, But Michigan needed that win to make that go away, and that's why I said the same thing you did, Bill, that it was probably arguably the – the biggest game, one of the biggest home games in Michigan history, and one of the biggest Michigan-Ohio State games probably since 1969 when they changed that rivalry around. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, is joining us. Remember, you can follow everything leading up to the Iowa Big Ten Championship game for the Wolverines at the Wolverine.com with Chris, Anthony Broom, Clayton Safey, Doug Skeen. Doug and Chris do the Michigan Football Podcast. We'll hear from Skeener here in about 10 minutes. Uh, John Borton, uh, the entire crew uh, at TheWolverine.com. I did love Kirk Ferentz in that Big Ten Championship you know, conference call. Said that it's not that big of a deal with sign stealing and it could have been avoided a long time ago by putting the damn microphones and speakers in the helmets. Yeah, you got the money to do it, right? Who's, who's taking that money? It's the guys at the NCAA, right? And it's like this should have been done a long time ago. And uh, But again, let's not sit here and, and talk about oh, Michigan's the only team doing this. It's I can promise you, and speaking to people down south, this is commonplace. You think they don't have 10 fans in the stands with their phones at the sidelines? you got to change your signals, and, and they know it. Um, am I saying that nothing, that, that no rules were broken? I don't, you know, no, I'm not saying that. Uh, but as the NCAA bylaws are written, if Michigan took them to court, I bet they'd have a good chance to win, and I think that as well. So, um, But it is what it is, and it's in the past now because – when you win three games in a row <clears throat> like they did, two of them with all of them with an interim coach, two against top five teams or top ten teams, one on the road at Penn State, and then this one, uh, what else can anybody say, right, other than, okay, uh, this is one of the best football teams in the country. Michigan's got a tougher strength of schedule right now, I believe, than Georgia. And if you look at some of the struggles that they've had, like you mentioned, Georgia, uh, Georgia Tech, there have been other ones where they have not looked good. So uh, I think it was Joey Galloway, the Buckeye, who said, well, 
why shouldn't Washington should have uh, leapfrogged Michigan or, or two? Why aren't we talking about that last week? Well, he's been unbelievably silent this week after Washington had to get a last-second field goal to beat Washington State at home. So there's a narrative here where people have been piling on Michigan, and yeah, I get it. Uh, that's how it works, right? You get a story, and if it gets ratings, then you continue to buy into it and you continue to push it. But they've completely debunked everything now. Uh, it's time to to move forward and uh, got to get by Iowa, like you said, uh, Bill. It could be three to two, and I'd be fine with it. Get to that uh, that Final Four, win a playoff game this year, and and keep that ball moving forward. Bill Simonson and Chris Ballas here, Big Ten Championship game, 3-2 pitch to McCarthy. There's a drive, deep left field, it's gone. 3-2 is your final. Michigan wins. Michigan wins. No, I, I, love, I love the common sense from Kirk Ferentz on this. I really do. And I agree with you that the tone has changed because this setup, this witch hunt, was all there going into Penn State, thinking there's no way Michigan could win at Penn State or beat Ohio State without Jim Harbaugh and all the distractions. And guess what? As Drew Hallett from the Wolverine.com posted, Sharon Moore has more top 10 wins in the past three weeks, too, than James Franklin has since 2016 at Penn State. Isn't that beautiful? Uh, and he's got as many wins in the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry as Ryan Day does. So uh, I love the post-game handshake. I uh, looked at Sharon Moore going up to him and, you know, looking down on him. like, okay, How about Minner waving know. goodbye to the Ohio State team? Yeah, and good for him. And everybody's like, oh, that's classless. You know what's classless is sitting there and telling him that the only reason that your defenses were any was any good against us last year was because you stole our side. Yeah. Exactly. So you know what? Uh, karma. Goodbye. Get off the field. Exactly. Yeah, karma is a blank, and I won't use that word because we're totally <laughs> family friendly. Scheme may use that word coming up here in about 15 minutes, but not me. No, he won't. And I, I'll use it on the podcast once in a while, Bill, but on your show I will refer to Chris, uh, wonderful job, my friend. We'll talk later in the week about the Hawkeyes and the Wolverines and the Big Ten title game on Saturday night. Take care. Awesome. You going down there? Uh, we're, I'm looking into it. The quick turnaround. All Marty right. Boer might have the Michigan Sports Network RV. We might be rolling down there. If we are, we'll hang That'd out Friday. Won't even sleep. We'll be a total bender. <laughs> Let me know, brother. Thanks, okay, man. Yeah. Take care. Yeah, Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Doug Skeen. On Michigan's win over Ohio State, the five-time Big Ten champion, coming up in 15 minutes. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. 
Book your stay this fall in a luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium play, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade, this special limited edition can cocktails available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. segment this hour it was a very fast 60 minutes remember 24 7 everything you need with the show is free and it's at the huge show.net big bad huge 